I'm Kerry Rowett, and this is the Align and Attract podcast, helping you to create your version of an aligned business. Let's dive into today's episode. Let's talk comparison. This is something that comes up for entrepreneurs at all different stages of their journey. And I don't think it's something that we can completely avoid unless you have your blinkers on tight and never look around at what anyone else is doing. Everything always goes right for you. You never experience self-doubt. You don't participate in group environments with other people who might be doing like in inverted commas better than you. I think it's going to come up. And then the question becomes, what is it that we are going to do with that comparison when it does come up so that we can turn it around to perhaps become motivation. Perhaps it can show us what it is that we really want for ourselves, or it can just be an opportunity for us to choose our reaction when it comes up and to really empower ourselves and to step into our growth mindset. I have an earlier episode on growth versus fixed mindset, and I will link that episode in the show notes for you. The tool that we're going to do use today as we talk about comparison is Brené Brown's new book, Atlas of the Heart. I listened to it on Audible. It's really good. And Brené Brown is brilliant at really going deep in naming and explaining those emotions that we all feel and really bringing them out into the light and exposing them so that they're not hidden away from us. And then when we've got that increased vocabulary, uh, we can increase our bandwidth and our, uh, our acceptance of the wide range of different emotions that we feel. Because sometimes what I will see with clients is that they won't really feel comfortable expressing or acknowledging certain emotions that might be on the more negative end of the spectrum. And we might have just cut off those emotions. We think, I don't want to feel that. And so we try not to. But meanwhile, sometimes what is happening under the surface is that we are still reacting to certain things. We are still having triggers come up. And maybe we're just denying how it is that we actually feel. And we can start to lose touch then with how it is that we feel. And we might just instead say, I feel blocked or I feel overwhelmed or I really don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know how I feel. And that can sometimes be because we have been denying how it is that we feel for so long and in so many instances that we've lost touch with that emotional fluency, I might call it, where it's being able to actually feel 
certain emotions and then appropriately address them rather than pretending they're not there. So let's go into the different types of comparison that Brene Brown touches on and explore each. And I will use an example for each to really bring it to life for us. You might like to think of your own example, and then we're going to activate our growth mindset to shift us into the space that we really want to be in so that we can move forwards and focus on our own goals. So first of all, the first definition, it is comparison. And Brené describes this as trying to fit in and stand out at the same time. So this is be like everyone else, but better. (laughs) And that's more likely to come up with people who are in close proximity to us. So you're more likely to experience that with people who are in a similar industry to you, who are maybe even at a relatively similar level to you. If someone was just at the very beginning stages of business, for example, and you're much further along, you're probably not going to experience a comparison in that way. Likewise, if someone has got a multi-million dollar business and yet your business is maybe at that six-figure level, you're probably not going to compare yourself because it's just so different. So it's more likely to happen when you are in that closer proximity. And as I just indicated, you can compare upwards and downwards. So that's when you're noticing that someone is performing better than you or worse than you. Now, either way, whether you think you're doing better or you think you're doing worse, it takes us to a negative place. So let's start thinking about an example of a time that you might have felt this. And for my clients, this has looked like maybe someone noticing that a peer of theirs has had a really successful launch. So they might be then comparing the size of their launch or Another example I've seen is for when people are maybe asking for recommendations in a group and they notice that a lot of people are recommending their peer, even though they might have a similar type of business. And so it's usually going to be something based on the numbers. It could be something simple. You look at a competitor's social media and you're like, oh my gosh, they have got so many more followers than me. Or you notice their engagement and you're like, wow, they have got really good engagement. People are really into what they're talking about. And it brings up this comparison. So noticing and trying to identify a time that you might have felt that. Now, the antidote from Brené is to just wish this person well. And then we can activate our growth mindset. And to do this, we might ask ourselves, what is also true here? And you might refocus on yourself and your own growth. And you might give yourself a reminder, I'm learning, I am growing, I'm expanding, I'm on the right track for me. So really bring it back to yourself. Next, admiration. This is a good thing. When we're admiring somebody else's abilities, their accomplishments, or their character, this can help us to want to be a better version of ourselves. So we can activate our growth mindset here by making this really conscious. So you might like to start thinking of someone that you admire now. Maybe it is somebody in your industry. 
Maybe it's the way they show up. It's their personality or their character traits. Or maybe it's a a success that you've seen them have. And you think, that is just so impressive. But what it's bringing up for you is admiration. Like, you go, that is awesome. And then as you're thinking about that person, now name what thinking about them makes you want to improve for yourself. Next, reverence. This is when you experience like adoration, deep respect and love. So it is much deeper than what we were just talking about with the admiration. It goes to that next level. So it's when something's really impressive and it causes you to desire more connection with that person or thing. So I've heard clients experience reverence when they're truly inspired. Maybe it's by someone else who's showing up, how they give back, how they've been able to use their wealth or influence. And it's just like, it opens up your eyes. Like, wow, that is next level. Imagine being able to do that. And it might not even relate to a person. Perhaps it's like your faith Perhaps you experience this reverence in nature or with your family or a particular family member. So Brené Brown tells us this is showing us something important to us and that we can move closer to that. So you're already in growth and expansion with this. So you might like to think about someone or something that makes you feel awe. How might you move closer to that? Envy. This is when you want something that someone else has. So this is a little bit of a stickier one. And I just wanted to note here that we've got envy and then we've got jealousy. And I have realized that I sometimes substitute these, or I think that I use the word jealousy when based on Brene Brown's definitions, the accurate word would be envy right? So envy is wanting what someone else has. And then in Brené Brown's definitions, jealousy is more related to a person in a relationship. And it's a fear of losing a relationship or a part of a relationship that we already have. So we'll go deeper in that in a second. Let's focus on envy. So this does come up for clients quite a bit. So this is when you are noticing somebody else is having the big launch or they've got that revenue They've got that uh, really impressive, beautiful looking lifestyle or relationship, or maybe it's what they share about their family. And you're looking at that and you just want it. (laughs) There's the green eyed envy. I want that. And it possibly will create almost like a physical reaction for you, almost feeling maybe a little bit sick or a little bit like, oh, it feels icky. Like I just, I desire that. And so what do we do with this? I'd like you just to see if you can identify a time that you might have felt that. I know it's a bit of a stickier emotion to admit to and to maybe even find an example for because it's one of those emotions we probably don't want to really feel. But 
I'm sure there might have been a time where someone has said, I made X amount this month and you're going, oh gosh, I wish that was me. (laughs) So it doesn't have to be super deep. It can just be that initial reaction that you have. I wish that was me. Now to activate our growth mindset, you might use Denise Duffield Thomas mantra. Good things are happening to me too. And perhaps you might like to take a moment now to name those things. What is something that is feeling really good for you? What's something that's going really well? What's a success that you have had? How can you get focused on what is really good in your life? Really getting back into that feeling of gratitude for yourself. Because even though feeling envy might be perfectly normal and even maybe expected because of the way we can notice and experience and see what other people are doing so much in our industry, we obviously don't really want to stay in that emotion for very long. We really want to get back into gratitude or back into a more positive, forwards-focused, action-oriented emotion that is going to allow you to move forwards in your own life. Now, jealousy. So as I mentioned, this is a fear of losing a relationship that we already have or a part of that relationship. So let me explain how I see this come up in our industry, like with my clients. And so I have seen this come up when a client is maybe really close to somebody who's maybe in a similar uh, niche or field, or they started their business at the same kind of time and they've become really close and they've got that connection. But then maybe the other person starts to experience a lot more success. And over time, that like maybe they've had a big launch, then their revenue actually is becomes much higher. Then that person might be moving into new spaces. Maybe they can afford or justify or choose to invest in a higher level mastermind, let's say, or they're receiving more opportunities or they're getting more invitations onto like, let's say other people's podcasts or to participate or speak in other people's programs or just to be a part of other informal mastermind groups, whatever it might be, there is a a change, there is a rupture happening and one person is feeling left behind or one person might be fearing that they are losing that other person or just losing the connection they once had. So I wonder if you can find any examples of times that you might have felt that, or maybe it has been the opposite way for you. Maybe you've had a close relationship with somebody and then maybe you're the one who moved further ahead, moved into a different group and the other person really felt it. So to activate our growth mindset here, we will focus on what you might do when you have a friend who feels like they're moving away or a peer. So we're going to want to really choose our reaction. Of course, it's really important to notice what it is that you're feeling and to acknowledge that. And it might be a feeling of loss or a feeling of grief. This could 
could even be something simple like you have a really great peer who you, like you live in the same city and then they move away. And sure, you can still be chatting or, uh, you know, voxering or WhatsApp or whatever, but it's going, maybe it's going to be different and you sense that it's going to be different and then maybe they're going to meet new people. So it could be something like that too. Okay. So notice what is your feeling, acknowledge those feelings, and then it might be appropriate to have a conversation with that person, maybe in a really neutral way, as neutral as you can be, you just express how much they make that person means to you, how much you value their friendship. Maybe you make more plans with that person to really sustain that connection. You might voice what it is that you're noticing if you feel like you're able to have that kind of open conversation. And another thing you might do is notice who's moving closer to me at the moment. You know, rather than focusing on this feeling that one person's moving away, you might remember those of you who have listened to the podcast episode where I spoke about having that supportive network in your life and it was Dunbar's number. You can only have this certain number of people who are in your closest inner circle and it's four to six. I'll link this in the show notes for you. So it might be that there is just a change happening in that inner circle for you and it feels uncomfortable. But when someone moves out, like let's just say this person has moved out or is moving out, Someone else is going to be moving in. Someone else, there's now an open spot or there could be an open spot. So notice who is currently moving closer to you because there is fluidity or a degree of fluidity in our relationship. So open up your view. Who is making increased effort with me? Who am I feeling increased connection with? Not just noticing where am I noticing a decreased um a decreased connection resentment so this is when we feel frustration judgment anger or hidden envy related to a perceived unfairness or injustice so this is a again it's a deeper stickier feeling that we may not really feel like we want to acknowledge or admit to so this comes up when we fail to set boundaries or to ask for what we need. So basically, I'm mad because I want what you have and I'm not giving it to myself. So it might be me noticing or like a client of mine noticing, however, uh, that person has got the most supportive husband or they have this incredibly supportive team. And it's not like I just notice it and go, oh, that's so beautiful. I'm so great. Glad for them. It might be that I'm then going, it's not fair. I don't have that or I don't have that support from my team. You know, I'm annoyed about it. (laughs) Or it could be that you're noticing somebody else has a really awesome social life and you're thinking that is not fair because – I am working all the time and I am so sick of it. And I feel this sense of resentment that maybe you've grown your business to a level where you can also have a social life, you know, like it's just a story, right? Um, Or it could be 
uh, you're just actually getting really fed up with how much you're working. And when you see somebody else having really good boundaries around that or going on a really epic holiday or an adventure and you're thinking, I cannot do that, this might be an invitation to really look at what it is that you are wanting and what boundaries can you put in place. And I've also seen this resentment come up, maybe when you feel like, I don't have the amount of time that that person has or those successful people have to put into my business because, I don't know, I've got young children or because I've got these other family commitments or because I am still working in my full-time job, whatever it might be. And that could bring up this sense of resentment, which as we can sense is not very helpful. Like it doesn't change the situation. It's certainly not that other person's fault in any way that they are, you know, living their life in the way they are living it and that you don't have that particular thing that you want. I think this is a really important time to really get to the heart of what it is that is going on. A kinesiology session might help with this. Um, If it is feeling like it has become quite deep seated and, you know, you really are feeling that quite strongly, but if it is just more of a fleeting thing, we can just activate our growth mindset here and say, I've got the power to change something if it's important to me. So if I'm noticing that support that somebody else has got, have I asked for that level of support? Have I found the way or am I in a position to pay for at least some of that support? We can sometimes tell ourselves a story, oh, I can't afford that support that that person has got, but that support might look like I now get a fortnightly cleaner or I now pay for an extra three hours of babysitting a week so I get that extra bit of time. You know what I mean? I'm just using those as tiny examples, but it could be that there is a way but I'm stuck in this and I'm not seeing the small wins that I could get that could actually make the difference for me and shift me totally out of resentment and back into opportunity, potential, what am I creating, where am I going, what am I doing and getting back on my own path here. The next two are like these beautiful German words, which you have no doubt heard. And I think it's really fun to go deeper into these. First one is Schadenfreude. And this is when we are getting pleasure or joy from somebody else's suffering or misfortune. It comes from inferiority. It's a big one, isn't it? pleasure or joy from someone else's suffering or misfortune. Now, I'm sure for most of us, we hear that straight away. We think, I would not do that. That's awful. Who would do that? But I do see this come up and I see it come up. First of all, sometimes you may have noticed like in our industry or in any industry, a big name might have a big tumble or have a big misstep or make a really big error of judgment. Maybe they've just missed the changing 
um, environment and they've really been heavily called out by that. And there may be some really important learn learning for that person to do. Like it could be genuinely there has been a mistake or a misjudgment made. But sometimes you might see that for some people this almost turns into a joy or a pleasure in seeing this person fall and really like sticking that rubbing the boot into that. So again, I'm sure that's not something that any of us would really participate in or probably even feel. But think about if that person happened to be someone that you didn't like in the first place, or you thought that they lacked integrity, or you thought that their practices were really awful, that they were just totally unethical, or they were doing the wrong thing. Um, Maybe it's not like illegal as such, but you're just like, I just don't agree with the way that person goes about things. And imagine then that person has a tumble or a fall or they, maybe they're doing great. And then all of a sudden they have a really dud launch. Like you might feel (laughs) some schadenfreude, maybe. So the growth mindset opportunity here, I think, first of all, noticing it, naming it, using that beautiful word, schadenfreude, schadenfreude, I'm in schadenfreude, and then going, yeah, look, okay, I see what's going on here. I'm going to shift myself out of this because I don't really need to be in this motion. I'm going to choose a better reaction and I'm going to refocus on myself. Finally, Freud and Freud And this is a beautiful one to finish on. This is when we experience enjoyment of someone else's success. So even though it can be challenging to put ourselves into groups and communities with people who are much like ourselves, building similar kind of businesses at a similar kind of level, it does provide those opportunities for that comparison that we have been talking about. It also provides this, this opportunity for Freud and Freud are, and to really be celebrating the success of other people and how that just enhances our own experience. It is so good for us. It is so healthy. And reminding yourself of that, like whenever I am celebrating someone else's success, and you might like to consciously do this, I'm sure you probably do it already, but in a group that you're in, or if you see someone sharing a success on social media, your first reaction might be, I wish that was me or, you know, oh, wow, that's much bigger than mine, Lord, or whatever. But then you might go as a part of your growth uh, mindset up level, you might say, but also that's amazing. And you might really choose that your reaction and your response is going to be to celebrate that person and to give yourself the reminder, I can, if they, if this person can do it, this is just more evidence that I can do this as well. So Freud and Freud are cool word, enjoyment of someone else's success. The other thing is, of course, when you are in groups that have a culture of Freud and Freud, and I'm sure you can think about some groups that you are in now where success is really celebrated and people are encouraged to share their success and people will jump on that success and 
totally celebrate that person and their journey. It's really good to be a part of those groups and it's good to celebrate your success. You might not want to, it might make you feel uncomfortable or you feel like, oh, this is just bragging or I don't really want to do this, but choosing the right place to do it and then allowing yourself to do it, you're actually giving that gift for other people of being able to express their Freud and Freud and you're getting that opportunity as well to reinforce that success and to make it something um, that becomes a part of a celebration and it's not just a milestone that you breeze over and move on to the next thing. Finally, comparison like is definitely going to come up. It will come up on your journey. Don't worry about that. And what we can do is choose our reaction to it. And we can use our growth mindset to transform our experience of comparison. So as you move forwards, you might like to try this. Notice when your comparison has been sparked. Name the type of comparison that it is. And then apply your growth mindset in relation to the situation and then move on. (laughs) That's the key, isn't it? Is being able to move on and move forwards, focus back on your own journey, on your own path, what it is that you are creating And to really feel like that you can enjoy that and that you can cultivate this growth mindset that says when I'm working towards my goals, when I'm creating something new, when I'm doing something that is challenging, I'm learning and I'm growing. And that in itself is this incredible reward that that is the essential piece. If I'm in learning and growth and expansion, I am winning. I am succeeding. I am becoming like that even more fulfilled, complete version of myself. And I can be, I can really feel even more proud of myself because I'm doing something that's hard. I'm doing something that's challenging maybe that not everyone can do or wants to do. And it isn't easy. Not everyone, you know, not everyone is going to be able to really stay the course to create a successful business that is aligned to them and fulfills them financially and emotionally and in all of the ways that so many of us desire to be fulfilled in our business and to have that incredible impact on other people. So being in our growth mindset and staying in our growth mindset is so important. And when we have these triggers, which might come up through comparison or through something else, it's normal and it's an opportunity to reconnect with our growth mindset. Thanks so much for being here. And I cannot wait to speak with you next time. This was episode 51 of the Align and Attract podcast. And that means you can find all of the relevant show notes over at alignandattract.com slash blog slash 51. 
Now, if you would love to go deeper in transforming some of the big emotions that come up for you, it could be comparison or it could be other emotions that feel really heavy for you. Or maybe you have reached that point of, I don't really know what I feel. I just feel really heavy, really blocked. I don't feel like myself. I'm in overwhelm. I can totally help you with that. You can have a look at a breakthrough to alignment session if it just feels like you need to have a really big intensive time with me. I do some Reiki for you in advance. I really deeply analyze the intake form that you fill out for me and then we have an hour and a half together to really blast through whatever it is that's limiting you and to get you back focused on your big goals and your dreams and who it is that you really truly are at your core and if you already have like a six figure or so level business into the seven figures and you're looking for deeper ceo alignment support i have a new package which is specifically for you and in this package you have a monthly high-level meeting with me where we focus on your big goals for your business and for your life and helping you to stay at that high-level state, your CEO mindset, where you are making decisions and choices from that level, that you're, we're lifting you up out of the dramas out of the noise and the distractions and the smaller problems and issues that come up on a day-to-day basis when you're running a bigger company. And we really help you to reset, to release the bigger emotions that maybe are being triggered, any memories that are being activated by what it is that's going on for you. Sometimes there can be past experiences that are impacting on your experience of what it is that you're doing and creating in the present time. And we really help you to hold your vision and to stay focused on what it is that you're really creating and why you are creating that and who it is that you're becoming in that process. So you can have this greater level of enjoyment of your journey, but also this sense that I am operating at the level that I want and need to be operating at because that is the greatest frustration that some of my clients will experience is when they are not operating at that level that they know that they can operate at and they indeed need to be operating at and sometimes it takes this energetic alignment support to help us to sustain that and to stay at that level. So you can read about either option at alignandattract.com slash private dash sessions. And of course, if you have any questions, please email me at kerry at alignandattract.com or send me a message on Instagram at kerryroward. Thanks so much and I'll see you next time.